Welcome back to the Two Opinionated Podcast, episode 15. This episode is all about belonging, what it takes to feel a sense of belonging, and some mistakes people make by trying to fit in where they don't belong. Episode 15, Belonging. Hope you enjoy. So everybody needs a sense of of belonging somehow, a sense of, of belonging to something or or some group of something, whether that's a whole bunch of things that they need or that's like one or two things they need to feel that sense of belonging. So the first question I have for you is what are some things that you personally need to feel like you have a sense of belonging? So that could be like religion or it could be like sports teams. It could be shared beliefs with people, careers that are similar, culture. One thing, uh, I guess, like coming out here, that's kind of like surprising is, uh, I don't know, because I, I did coach basketball, but I've, I've been out of like the basketball loop of actually hooping for like a really long time. But there's so many leagues in LA that like people would just invite me. If I showed up, I showed up, I went hoop. But like coming out here, you know what I mean? I wanted to play ball. So like I was tried fucking, thir- I don't know, four or five different places. You know what I mean? I went to like a gym just to like join, because I found out there was a men's league. And they're like, oh, it's the last game. We have 12 people and blah, blah. Next one doesn't start till March or something. But like, they don't hoop out here. And I don't really think I could like be someplace where like people don't actually play basketball. It's kind of it's kind of weird. I'm like, where the fuck do people play? I asked like, uh, I don't know, I asked a couple of black people and they're like, yeah, we don't play ball. <laughs> okay, never, never mind. I'm not doing that no more. You're not gonna approach every black person and ask them if they play basketball? <laughs> yeah, I gave up. Uh, that's funny but yeah what about you um usually you know me it's usually music uh it could be some connection of of uh um a social construct a belief that we we share that belief but in general it's music i'm i'm a huge music snob as you know um yes i know don't want to hear new music don't want to hear i i do hear stuff every once in a while still but that's usually the connection i feel like that's you can tell a lot about someone about them, like the type of music. The type of music that you, that's facts. So people say it's just music, nothing's just music, sort of shit. So do you feel like uh, where you are right now, the area that you are, the place that you are, like you feel like you belong? What'd you say? So so let me let me backtrack in a second. So when I, when I first said I wanted to move to Seattle, so I have an issue with the sun, needed to get out of Northern California. 118 degree summers, fuck that, not doing that. So I know I wanted to go somewhere. I visited the Seattle area um, like in 2006, something like that, it came up. I really liked the area, right? The biggest push for me though was hip hop. So Seattle, at the time, Blue Scholars underground group that was that was popping off, doing really good. Macklemore, way before Thrift Shop and all that shit, like his underground shit. Like I knew about him for a very long time before. So knowing that the Seattle hip hop underground scene wasn't all mainstream nonsense like that was a huge a huge influence for me to want to live in this area oh. fast forward though now that i live here the hip-hop scene doesn't seem as as thriving as it used to yeah. so on on that tip no not really but i mean where would i you know what i mean like we yeah. can't go to like late 80s new york for me to find a place to belong <laughs> you know like it's not gonna happen so, so now with everything being music it really doesn't matter to me where i live so as long as i got my wife and got my son Anywhere in the world, it really doesn't matter. For sure. But like you can technically, you could say like your wife is, you found the place where you belong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but like, like geographically, I don't I don't feel like it matters much. Okay. To me. I feel it. Do you feel a connection like to a place? Do you feel a connection to a place? I'm Honestly, I feel like I'm still searching. Like LA definitely was not my fucking place. Like at all like uh i don't know i met some cool people there like i'm not gonna say i didn't meet cool people but it just it, it just it just wasn't my flow or wasn't like my vibe and i feel like I'm, I'm definitely still searching for that like right now like uh i know we have like i guess conflicting views and like you know what i mean like befriending people or uh you know what i'm saying like out there like you know what i mean searching for a friend group so besides like you and like b and uh it would like you guys are like far away, you know what I'm saying? You're further away. So like when I uh go back to, to Cali, I'll be closer to Brandon so I'll see him. But outside of that, I think it would be cool to have like uh I don't know, like more friends, you know what I mean? Like more like minded people that think the same way. And I didn't really find that in LA, like 
really at all. You know what I mean? 10 plus years and yeah, I don't know. So I feel like I'm still on that journey to kind of find the place where I actually belong. And uh, yeah, it's definitely been a journey because uh, shit, we definitely didn't belong in Orville. You know what I'm saying? So then like coming outside of that and then uh, when I went to Utah, uh, I don't think any black person belongs in Utah, but <laughs> no more than Orville. <clears throat> for sure <clears throat> but um yeah and then from there and then i feel like it's like I, I haven't found my place you know what i mean like i found cool people but i feel like i haven't found my place maybe sacramento will be that place or i don't know maybe i'll still be searching after sac who knows but but for you a sense of belonging do you feel like it, it's a it's a multiple people thing is it, is it a group of like-minded people or do, would you feel that sense of belonging is you and your girl no matter where you're at or you guys collectively would want a greater sense of belonging no of course like uh with me and jc you know what i mean like we click really well like she she's home like she feels like home so like i definitely feel like she's like where i belong you know what i mean when it comes to like i don't know her and it's kind of like the same with like you and Ange. like it doesn't matter where we are if i got her then like i'm gonna be good but shit you know me i'm always like striving for more with everything whether it's business whether it's this or life like you know what i mean and uh it would just be cool to have like other couples like you and Ange. you know what i'm saying or like people that think of, like to like go actually do shit like it was just weird to me in la that like i couldn't really get friends over too often to have like a a game night whether we're playing like cards against humanity drinking margaritas her making like to homemade tostadas which are fucking fire like i would try to get people together like yo let's just kick it like watch something like i don't know a movie a movie night a game night like something you know what i mean fucking karaoke who, who cares you know what i mean i spend like 50 to 100 dollars buy some mics and if people are gonna come the fuck over and actually like, do stuff you wouldn't but like I don't know. I feel like I come over, nigga. I'm not buying. I'm not spending fifty dollars on karaoke in my own house. You get what I'm saying? It's fifty. Okay. But what I'm trying to say is to like, I don't know. Like uh, that also goes with one of the questions that I have. You know what I mean? Like later, but uh, it's kind of like I feel like having those kind of connections is worth investing in. So yeah, I mean, there aren't very many couples I would want to hang out with. You know, like like y'all two, obviously. Yeah. But that build, that's a built that's a built connection that we already have. So like for me, like if I if I met you nowadays, like I wouldn't kick it with you. Not because you're not cool, not because we don't connect. Is that it would be hard for me to give that amount of time to find out if we can be that close for me to be like, well, ninety nine percent of people I'm not going to. The odds are it's not gonna happen. Might as well not waste my time. You know what I mean? I feel it. Like so that that's where I'm at. Is like that time and effort is just a lot right now to try. But to are you are you even open? to the fact to like, if, I don't know, you met someone cool, you know what I'm saying? Like you're another couple or blah, blah, blah. And are you even open to accepting like new people into your life at this current moment? If that makes any sense. Like if you guys click, it didn't feel like it was forced. Nothing was forced, you know what I mean? You guys just got along and it was fun. And I don't know, you enjoyed the company, you know what I'm saying? Like, is it something you would like accept at this time? If it felt right, of course, but, but it's time, man. Like, like, like you know how I am. The people who I'm who I'm down for, I'm 100% down for. It is priority one. There's nothing I wouldn't do for you. There's nothing I wouldn't sacrifice or or give to to support you. You know that? Yeah. So to add in more people, that's a lot more a lot more responsibility I'm taking. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm better than them or like they're like it's nothing like that. It's just like it's 100%. Like drop it a hat. Like you need something, I got you. So you add more people into that. Like that's a busy ass life. Like I need I need time to do other shit. Yeah. When does uh do you think like belonging, when does it become a problem? When when you're not being you, like when you're when you're forcing it. Like that square peg round hole, like when you're forcing it, uh, when you're acting out of character, when you're doing things that go against your either morals or beliefs, um, for a sense of fake belonging. Like when you when you don't actually belong. Like it becomes a problem when you don't actually belong. But you're trying to make it look like you do. I think that's when all the problems arise. I feel it. I feel it. Um, yeah, when you, you force it, you know what I mean? Like you kind of, uh, I don't know, whether you give up morals or you're just doing stuff that's just really out of your character. Shit, I have, uh, I guess you could say like the dudes, like the, remember like Rudger and that whole group? 
So like, I don't know. I honestly, I think it's kind of a funny story. It was like the first time I ever smoked weed. So like, I was trying to fit into that group in high school. And this is, this was definitely a big change in like how I looked at like trying to belong to like certain groups is I tried to fit in with that whole group. And like, they were always talking about smoking, doing this, doing that. And I was like, yo, I want to do it too. You know what I mean? Like, like, and they're like, all right, come over, blah, blah, and this. Yeah. We ended up like smoking weed, I think out of a can. And then like, <laughs> what happened? I swear to God, I was seeing double of everything, had the craziest anxiety attack, took a shower with my pants on and my watch, ate a half frozen pot pie and passed the fuck out. <laughs> Bro, it was, it was bad. I took a shower with my pants and watch on and like, a half frozen pot pie and I remember them giving me the pot pie and I took a bite I'm like it's still frozen they're like yeah but it's still you need something in your system and I'm like oh what the fuck am I doing <laughs> like I looked at the clock and the clock was showing like double numbers and I was like what the fuck is going on and I went to sleep and I woke up a very different person <laughs> how have I not heard that the the I can't even get to the pot pie because I can't get past the pants that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I I was like, they're like, if you take a shower, like, you know what I mean? Like sobers you up. So I like get in the shower and I have like my pants on. I'm like, no, take your pants off. But then I kept my underwear on. So like half my pants are wet. My watch was still on. I threw that out once I got inside. I was just tripping. Like it was bad. What was it laced with? I don't, I don't know if it was laced with anything. I, okay. So I smoked before I drank. Remember, you were always protecting me every time like I would come over to your house and everybody was like, trying to peer pressure me. Like, oh, let's get Donovan drunk. I didn't get drunk till I was 18. So like, I didn't know what it was like to be taken out of the state of reality. And weed takes you kind of out of this, you know what I mean? The state of like reality, like it's a different feeling. So like first time I smoked, I just, I freaked the fuck out. I had a crazy anxiety attack. And I think I just smoked too much. Like, I don't know, but yeah. Was it, was it, was it good weed? Do you remember? I, it was out of a can. I, no, I, I understand that. Hey, but like, we're high schoolers. Like, we're freshmen in high school. I don't know. Like, I know it's Northern California. I'm pretty sure it's pretty decent weed. I, oh, no, 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 no. First, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna top it, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you the story too. First time I ever smoked weed, I was a freshman too. First time I ever smoked weed was the first time I got drunk. Same fucking tag. Same night. So you got first time I ever. And that's pretty crazy. Huh? You got crossed for the first time. That's crazy. Yeah, and it was with a family member. I won't say who. I'll tell you offline. It was with a family member. Okay. Um, and we're, we're having some beers. I'm like, I I drank before, but I hadn't got drunk. Yeah. So we're having some beers, and then uh, they were passing around, and it was just some like dirty mix. Like it wasn't good weed at all. Like it yeah. was, it was brown, just trash. And I remember though, like championing that shit. Like I was, like, 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 if I'm like, like I'm holding that shit. Like asthma ain't got shit on me. Like let's do it. So I'm holding it and I'm coughing and they're passing it around and I'm feeling a little bit, but I don't even know what the fuck I'm feeling because I don't know what's the alcohol and what's the weed. Yeah. I tell you, I was having an anxiety attack. Like that was, like the biggest panic attack. I remember going out on a balcony. And like chilling, I laid down on the ground on a fucking balcony, like on a concrete, like just laying there, like people walking by into their apartments. I'm just laying there with like the cold concrete on my face, like trying to get some sense of reality. I ended up sleeping on the bathroom floor, like after throwing up. So he's like, here, nigga, drink this. I'm like, all right, and he hands it to me because, because like, should give me to drink some water. Yeah. And it was just like vodka. And I like gulped like three, three what? drinks of that. Got me even more fucked up. Got, there's a picture of me somewhere in a red sweater laying face down on 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 uh, the bathroom floor. Damn. All to I was fucked up for days after that. Damn. Yeah. The. I didn't shower with my pants on. I yeah no I yeah that's that was that was bad. But I figured out though because like I don't know now that I'm older I'm not really pursuing basketball. You know what I mean? I think I was 28, 29. I kind of started like playing with weed again, you know what I mean? Or I tried it again, you know what I mean? So I did figure out that that shit was sativa. And sativa will, will do that shit to you. Like it puts you it puts you in your head for sure. So I, yeah, I figured that out later, but still like, yeah, that was uh, that was me trying to belong to a group of friends. After that, I said, fuck all those dudes. And I, to be honest, I stopped kicking with them like right after that. Like that was the straw. 
Plus, I think they kind of kicked me out too. Like this nigga can't handle this, <laughs> for sure. You get showered with your pants <laughs> on, like like you the weirdo that did that. Like I'm not. I might look at you a little different too. Like I'm trying to help you out, and you literally jump in the shower with your pants on. Like I don't know how much oh, we can kick the, it. First, first time. Yeah, that shit was <laughs> that shit was crazy. That is a very funny story. But yeah. Okay, so so my next question was, have you ever done anything foolish? It kind of obviously yes. You showered with your pants on. Have you ever done anything foolish or outside your character in an attempt to fit in with a group of people? So that that answered it. But uh, I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I feel like everybody has. You know what I mean? At least to a certain degree. And then like you learn from that. Cause uh, in Utah, I can definitely say. Uh, well, here's a question. Um, is it better to just instead of forcing a situation, it's better just to not belong to anything? or to put in effort and belong to something, even if it doesn't put a strain on your morals or it doesn't put a strain on your character. You get what I'm saying? Like like fit in with a group that you don't actually fit in with as opposed to being alone? Yeah, as opposed to being alone. I would say it depends on the stage in life. Like I remember, I remember being a teenager, I kicked it with this white kid named Johnny. And it was only for a few months, but like he was like a, like, what do you call it? Like mudding, right? Like he would take his truck mudding and shit. Like, Wait, what was his name? His name was Johnny. What? Wait, what was the kid's name? Was it Sean? That used to always wear the watch and he would always like, he drove like a Lancer. I thought his Lancer was like the coolest Lancer or something. What was that dude's name? I oh, Shane. 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 Yeah, you introduced me to Shane. Yeah, that was a character. Yeah, so, so Johnny, like he would go mudding. So like this is, I wasn't kicking it with too many people at this time. So. Yeah. You know, he would go mudding and, and I we'd chop it up and then he'd be like, Hey, you wanna go mudding? I'm like, fuck, I don't know what you're talking about. So we'd get in his in his Jeep or whatever he was driving, and we hit the field by LP and he'd be like just jumping up and down in his truck. And I sat there feeling like I'm gonna lose my life. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, I don't see the point in this. Like, yeah. we're just hitting jumps and like you're slamming into the side and shit. Like, no, Johnny, like we're done. So, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I fit in enough, like where I got in the the vehicle with him. But at the time, I mean, it was better than nothing, I guess. Like, yeah. I didn't compromise morals though, so I think that's that's kind of the line. Where's the line? That's always the the question. But yeah, for sure. I think it's I think it's, I think it's fun. I think part of it too is exploring, right? So as long as you're not as long as you're not sacrificing your morals, you're not sacrificing your beliefs or your values, exploring to see where you fit. I think I think that's a big part of life too. Like, what if me and Johnny would have clicked up? I'm like, God damn, like mudding is my shit. Like, I want to be a professional mudder. Like, I'd never know that shit without that opportunity. Like, I, I thought before too, like, what if I never played football? It's like, what if I was the world's best field goal kicker? I would never know, you know? Like, I wouldn't know. Like, I, I could be a hundred millionaire right now because I'm the best field goal kicker. I, I have no idea. I've never tried to kick a field goal. So I think things like that, dipping your dipping your feet per se into different avenues of things to see if you feel like you belong, to see if you're good at it. Same as like tennis and shit. Like what if I was dope at tennis? I have no fucking idea. You know what I mean? So um, I think that's good. But then when you feel like, okay, not, not even the, I'm not good, but like it doesn't click with you. You don't like it. You don't belong. Some people still want to try to do it because certain people that they wish they belonged with are doing it you know what i mean for sure i get what you're saying I get what, what you're about saying. you um well to that you know what i mean to kind of like play on that i uh there's a lot of kids and stuff that i coached you know what i mean for basketball that like they really didn't have like a love for ball like that you know what i mean like you could tell when a kid is actually passionate or cares about something but i still like would encourage them to like you know what i mean like learn this as a skill just so you can play with your friends you know what i'm saying or like make those connections and meet new people and get out there so you don't feel like you're left out so at least you have a sense of belonging when you're out there like playing with your friends you know what i mean you don't have to be the best player but as long as you're not like the fucking worst and you can't really you know what i'm saying like i don't know i would encourage them to take it at least serious enough to kind of like learn the stuff that i was trying to teach them so they can kind of play with their friends but uh in college but yeah wait, wait, real, real quick that reminds me like like kobe played soccer right oh kobe, so kobe played soccer from what they say yeah so he was nice at soccer um he spoke a bunch of different languages all this shit. but i'm just thinking like <clears throat> what you're learning right now what you're going through the experiences you have may make you better at something later on in life sure you know what i mean 
So yeah. like like Kobe's soccer experience, his footwork was immaculate. And I'm sure some of that had Crazy. to do with the soccer growing up, you know? So even if soccer wasn't going to be his route, it could still help you on your route, you know? Thanks. Taking that opportunity to say that. Go ahead. That's true. But um, I don't know, Utah, like uh, out there was a very different place. And I remember uh, my senior year, I ended up getting a white girlfriend and I paid for that because I would be brought in the office for like no PDA, this and this. My coach took my starting spot away. In, in Hold on. You're talking about in college. In college. So like my starting spot got taken away basically for that reason. And none of my teammates really stuck up for me. So in that case, like, you know what I mean? I wasn't going to try to fit in with them if they weren't going to have my back with everything that was kind of going on. And the craziest part about it is I was like our second leading scorer and I was like coming off the bench and I was getting eight less minutes a game. So like there's certain situations that when you're put in like not belonging, it isn't necessarily like a, a bad thing. You know what I mean? Like I was not about to try to fit in with people that don't have my back. Like if people aren't going to have your back and support you, like definitely don't try to fit in like with that crowd. Like you got to read the signs and read how people like move. You know what I'm saying? I just kept my head down and kept my head in books and just still got through it. Like you got first team, all first team all conference coming off the bench. It's wild. And none of my teammates like stuck up for me. And when it happened and like when the coach announced it, like my coach was fucking surprised. Like I remember his voice even said it. Like his voice was like in uh, first team all, oh, Donovan. I was like, motherfucker, yeah, you're, you're, you're playing yourself. You're playing the whole team. Like, and all of you motherfuckers are playing yourself in the way, like, you're treating me, like, acting towards me. So, I, I don't want to belong to this, like, in any way. Like, no way. I'm cool. So. All because you kissed a white girl. Basically. Did you have to drink from the other water fountain after that? Um. I'm fucking with But you. I got hit in the face with a basketball by my coach in practice and never actually really did anything about that and no one actually stood up for me for that either which was wild like i could have got his ass in like so much trouble and i just let i just left alone i'm like look i just need to get the fuck out of here yes well and i mean since you brought up like there's, there's gonna be times where it's a good thing to not belong there's also times where you have to belong even when you don't want to belong so that could be something as, as serious as like the neighborhood you grow up in um things that you have to do because of parts of groups that you have to belong to because of where you grow up, um, things you have to do for survival. So there, there's there's that place too where like, I have to belong to this. Like I have to do this for my own survival. So it's understanding that too. Yeah. Just putting that there. True. That is so true. Has, has COVID played a role in your ability to, to feel like you belong? COVID? Yeah. Um. Uh, I, I wouldn't, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure. Like, that's kind of a difficult question. Like, when COVID hit, I was in my studio, and I kind of was just, like, to myself, you know what I'm saying? And uh, it made dating tougher, for sure, in L.A., you know what I mean? Especially in the beginning, everybody was freaking out. So, like... Uh, I remember our conversations. You were an idiot. But yeah, go ahead. But uh, I, I, I don't know. Like... Uh, I know it basically kind of, not basically, it, I don't know, everybody's experience with COVID is different, because you know what I mean, like, I, I was a personal trainer, you know what I mean, with kids, bought a basketball hoop, put that shit in the back of my apartment complex, was still teaching kids, then I had EDD, and I'm like, I, it helped me stack my chips, so like, I always felt like I didn't really belong too much in LA anyway, so I really feel like it didn't really have a hindrance, but it helped me to get to the point where I could find the place where I do belong. So, hmm. it probably helped me out more than it hurt, for sure. Yeah, I feel like personally it helps me. Like, like obviously all the negativity that's come with COVID, but like, when it, when it comes to relating to like belonging, it's helped me, it's, it was like a four step back, right? Like force me to not be around people, force me to reevaluate things, force me to figure out where it is I want to belong. And I mean, even like me and you've been friends almost 20 years. We have, I don't think we've talked as much as we have these last two years ever, you know? Yeah, thanks. Like, like me and you talk almost daily, yeah. sometimes multiple times a day in the last couple of years. So like, like it, it strengthened where I do belong and it's let some shit trickle off that 
they shouldn't have been there in the first place. But like sometimes it takes taking that step back to figure out who it, who you actually are, like where you where where you do belong. Yeah. Do you feel like social media helps you or hurts you or has no effect on your sense of belonging? Um, I feel like social media honestly hurts a lot of people because it depends on how they look at it. You know what I mean? They see all the crazy so-called lifestyles you know what i mean that people are portraying that they have or they live so then they're out there trying to fit in or belong to a certain standard that's very not realistic so i feel like social media um hasn't really affected like my belonging or not belonging to something but it is a realization that social media is definitely a platform that you can utilize and use to help grow your business so if you look at it as like that and kind of weed through all the bullshit like i don't think it's a bad tool but i feel like it's just used really bad to i don't know kind of separate people even more if that makes any sense yeah i mean social media groups shit. so if if you find that group that you feel like you belong to then it could be helpful to you like yeah. for me for, for the most part it's like here's this group of people who are all into fashion it's like okay that's not me Here's this group of people who's all into like 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 immature shit that's not getting you anything. That's not for me. Here's this group of people with a five second attention span. That's not me. Here's this pe- here's this group of people who watch these videos that are clearly fake as fuck, but they're believing them. That's not for me. Like like for me, it's it's made me realize like I don't belong nowhere. Like I have to create my own group to find where I belong, and that's a very small group because like I don't belong with none of you. Like I don't. Not that I'm better, I just it doesn't. A different beast. Like I'm not gonna lie, our world is fucking weird as shit right now, and I feel like there's a lot of weirdos out there doing a lot of weird shit. And I feel like a lot of people that are in the positions of powers are fucking goofballs that shouldn't have the power that they actually have, and that's fucking up the world even more. So I'm kind of like right there with you on that shit. So, like the shit that's popping, the videos that pop are like, like Angel was telling me about one of like like this woman who is like millions of views and it's like what i eat as a fat person who's not trying to lose weight okay what i what i do as like like things that like that's not even productive but like this is the shit that we're gonna push and like i don't know i'm not gonna get into all that but it's like it's just crazy to me it we're 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 putting on pedestals like i don't know weird shit like in diving into that like it's cool i know i don't maybe some people are gonna be offended by what i say but it's kind of like I feel like you should be comfortable in your skin, 100%, you know what I mean? In a sense of belonging, I know like, there's people that are finding their sense of belonging through like Instagram and you know what I mean, relatable people that are, I guess you could say bigger, you know what I mean? Or like obese, overweight and this, and it's body positive. And I look, I, I'm, I'm happy that you find happiness, but at some point, like, it's still a fucking health problem. If you can't walk up a flight of stairs, and you're dying because you can't walk up a flight of stairs. You know what I'm saying? So like, I, I I don't know. Like, I want people to be happy. I want happiness for everybody. But then at the end of the day, you kind of got to look at some stuff and be like, yo, like, that's not necessarily healthy. No, to be normalized. I'm cool. Don't like, let's normalize not making fun of big people, right? Like, oh, fact. right? Fact. But it's not supportive supporting someone to death. Like that's not supportive. If if my friend says I want to kill myself and I'm like, hey dog, hey, I let me help you out any way I can. I'm not being supportive. You know, being supportive is saying when you need some help, like I'm here for you to help you not do that. Bigger person, <laughs> that's cool. Fact. Like love yourself, right? Like love who you are as a big person on your way to help. You know, like like don't hate yourself for looking like that. Don't yeah. beat yourself, put yourself down. Don't accept that from anybody, but you should be working towards something healthy. Yeah. But health isn't Unless we're talking mental health, nobody wants to talk about physical health anymore because there's 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 big powers and big big companies behind pushing that shit. That's facts. Seriously, support support them to, to to death. Hey man, I'm thinking about killing myself. You know what I mean? Oh, I got this bridge. Look, this is perfect. Hey, let me let me Google that shit for you. Let me show you the best ways. Bridge. Yeah, that shit's crazy, man. We live in a really crazy world. Fact, it's like I say, like like people who are pushing, like whether it's hip hop or whatever type of bullshit music that's getting pushed when the message is bullshit, and people are like, "Oh, you're a hater! Like you don't like that? You're a hater!" 
like they're pre they're preaching hate for me to not support hate that that like that's the most love like you're a fucking hater for pushing hate yeah like, I'm, I'm a hater for not supporting hate yeah that's real ass backwards uh, dude there's so much shit is ass backwards so i agree with you there so life life transitions can 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 happen quick and they can steal your sense of belonging when they happen so like some of the some of the biggest ones are like high school ending where you feel like you belong you have this this group of friends you have this this daily routine that you do people go off to college or people stay there and now it's time to work you're not going to school with them every day and you can lose that sense of belonging there's like family loss or not getting along with family anymore it's like you don't know where where your where your place is anymore um losing friends or people distancing themselves from you like sometimes a group that you belong to will will pretty much kick you out that group you know what i mean so then it's like okay well i don't belong with them where do i belong um wanting to go a different direction than your group relationships relocating like yourself or other people like who are in your group relocating so how would you handle losing that sense of belonging like one day just over? if i'm losing people like personally if i'm losing people in my sense of belonging i'm not gonna look at that as a negative thing because I'm all about growth. So like if if I'm if I'm losing you, like uh if if we're not communicating anymore, you know what I'm saying? If like I'm like we just we're not talking no more or like we killed our friendship relation, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm always looking for growth. I'm always searching for like how, how do I explain it? Like I'm always trying to grow mentally, you know what I mean? Physically, mentally, everything. So in that case, if we're not clicking anymore and we're in a, there's no sense of belonging, then I either outgrew you or we just really grew in different directions. But I don't, I'm not going to look at that as like a bad thing. You know what I mean? Like, especially if what I'm growing towards is something that really resonates with me and it's positive. Like you should never stop growing. And I understand like a sense of belonging, like if you are prioritizing belonging to a certain place and that's hindering your growth, then I feel like that's something you have to give up for sure. Cause like, as people, we should never stop trying to grow. It's like, uh, I don't know. It's like that stupid thing that they tell kids, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know what I'm saying? And kids will say, I want to be a firefighter. Well, shit, once you become a firefighter, you have to fight fires. And if you're not trying to like, get stronger pay attention to like you know what i'm saying like how fires move you know what i mean read certain situations and constantly like better yourself in your profession then yeah i feel like you're setting yourself up for failure or something like to happen you get what i'm saying like you gotta do what you set your life out there to become like it, it doesn't stop we don't stop growing as human beings and if you don't love what you do then i suggest you start hustling on the side whatever your passion is like you don't you don't it's stop crazy you say that. it's crazy you said that because it's like it is put to to the youth like that like what do you want to do when you grow up so then like once you achieve that goal if you are one of the people who are lucky enough to know what you want to do when you're fucking five and you're asked that question and then you grow up and you are that firefighter i feel like we're set up to believe we're done like we're set up to believe like done you accomplish it you're done like, what's the question after that? We're usually not asked that question. So wherever you belong, there should be this push from the group, wherever that is, whether it's your career or the group of friends, whatever, there should be this push to the next level. Like, like I, I would never accept you being done. Like, you're 40, 45, 50 years old, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm just done. Like, okay, well, what now? Like, why, though? Like, that, that that's the craziest thing to me, you know what I mean? When people are just like, I don't know. They get into a certain situation, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Like, I'm done. You're done growing as a person. Like, that's, that, that's, that's odd to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, it is. Like, uh, I, I don't know. I can never see myself falling into a situation and just being done with trying to grow. Like, if, if you're successful, shit, try something new. You know what I mean? Learn, learn a new, learn a new skill, learn a new trade. Like. I don't know, like there's endless knowledge, there's endless shit out there. I feel like that's crazy to me when people are just don't try to grow. But yeah, sense of belonging. Uh, yeah, if, if I don't feel like I belong, then it's because I feel like I, I outgrew that situation. This is what it is.
Yeah, you have to trust that 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 thought in your head. You have to trust that that voice in your head telling you like this isn't. But a lot of people just keep on beating their head up against that wall because they want so badly to the belong. Like like the cool kids in school. A lot of the other kids wish they belonged with those cool kids. You know what I mean? You don't because they're assholes. Like most of the time they're assholes. Most of the time like they're clicked up, but like they're quote unquote popular. But you don't realize like it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? But like a lot of people wish that they could be friends with this cool person. So like I feel like having that sense of belonging is necessary throughout all of life, right? Um, like everybody is, is looking for that in one way or another. Have you ever tried to help somebody realize they don't belong where they, they're trying to belong? And how did that go? <laughs> um, yeah, I could definitely say my ex, if I'm, if I'm going to take it back there, she was trying to fit in. And I would always tell her about her friends. I'm like, look, you have, I, I don't, I don't know why you try to fit in with these people that kind of like see you as the clown, like you and your crazy weird, like, like, like they're expecting you to be crazy. You know what I mean? Like these aren't your friends. These aren't the people that are going to have your back when you fall on your face. And I kept trying to tell her over and over again about these people didn't click until like everything else went bad everything with us went bad and then when she reached out to them and her situation that she put herself in and i'm like look you're, you're in a bad situation this isn't going to end well they don't have your back and then your friends aren't going to have your back so you're fucking yourself over everything i said actually played out and then she ended up coming back and staying with me and getting away from all of that licking her wounds and then i helped her get back on her feet and like seriously when we were together she was like i was broke you know what i mean like broke shit couldn't really play a bill she stressed that that caused like tension then after everything was over and she came back she stayed we never actually got back together but i was trying to help her because she did look out for me when i had hoop dreams so i'm like look i'll have your back in this situation you know what i'm saying so she came back lived with me didn't pay a single fucking bill at all like for like months you know what i mean and i helped her get on her feet and then like all right like get back out there but I tried to warn you about these people some people are stubborn and they don't want to really take information or open their eyes and see situations that are uh they're really not good for them you know what I mean like my mom would always tell me uh if somebody says something about a person like okay they said something but if somebody else said something about it okay somebody else said something if multiple people are saying the same thing about a person or a group of people, you kind of got to take a step back and look, you know what I'm saying? And for the people that don't look, like, I don't know. She was one. Especially if there's the people in your corner. Huh? Especially if those are people in your corner and they're yeah. telling you the same thing. Facts. Yeah. I think there's been plenty of times I've done it. Uh, I, I give a funny story though. Uh, so I'm, I'm working with kids at Boys and Girls Club. It's like 12 years ago. And there's this little seventh grader and he, he was a cool little kid and he would talk to me like about music and stuff and like he liked underground hip hop. He's a little white kid. He liked underground hip hop, some artists and he's talking about like somebody was like, Oh, how you feel about Lil Wayne? He's like, Oh, I hate Lil Wayne. Like I don't like Lil Wayne at all. So like I was like, Cool, this is my buddy now, right? Something yeah. come. So then like the next week I remember he was slapping Lil Wayne and I was like, Wait, I thought you didn't like Lil Wayne. He was like, oh, yeah, no, no, I like Lil Wayne. Like, that's because they were the cool kids. Like, the group had, had like, he was trying to fit in with those cool kids. Yeah. Who told him to. So it's like, you don't even, like, you've been telling me who you are. And I know you're a kid, you don't know shit. But you've been telling me who you are or what you like. But now trying to fit in with this group, it didn't work. You know, he's in seventh grade. He's going to do what he, did, what he does. Yeah. But people don't want to hear that shit because people want what they want. And if they want to fit in with that group, it's going to be very hard to tell them, like, yo, that's not you. Like, I'm sure you've had people walk up to you like, hey, how's it going, dog? Like, nah, dog, like, don't come over here talking to me like that. Like, that's not you. For sure. I had a dude, uh, I went to a bar. <laughs> I was out and this dude walks up and he's like, er, like, yeah, he walks up and he goes, what's up, bro? You guys look like some chillers. And I was like, what? And he's like, yo, you look like some chillers. I'm like, what does that mean? Does that mean like non-ignorant black people? And he goes, uh-oh. Like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? And he just was like, oh, walked away. 
He's like, dude, get the fuck out of here. What, is, what does that mean? What's up, bro? You look like some chillers. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Dude, I don't My know. thought always goes to, why are you talking to me? Yeah. Like, what's the point? I just don't get it. Like, like, what was the point of him saying that? What if you were like, yeah, bro, I'm a chiller. Like, now what? Like, are we friends? We're like, don't, don't talk to me. That's uh, weird. Huh? I say it's weird. People are weird. Have you ever had any any aha moments? Like like you're like, oh man, like this is where I belong. Like this shit feels right. Um. With people or places. Uh, people, places, situations, things that like you I mean, felt like a, a sense of belonging. Like when we got together, like we just we just clicked and it just it felt right from the beginning like from the jump like you soon what was that you said huh who was that you said jc okay yeah so from like the get-go from like day one we actually because we were we talked on the facetime we talked for like what two two and a half weeks or something like that before we actually met and then uh yeah and then as soon as we physically met i was like oh yeah like this uh, for some reason it was just like a weird energy that i'm like this just felt right and i was like i see myself kind of getting with it it's just weird i was like i see myself with this person and that's how it happened did you guys i'm gonna I'm ask right here live did you guys online date first like like have an actual like one of those like dates oh uh, we met on hinge <laughs> Is that like one of the dating apps? That was like one of the dating apps, yeah. So like, we met on Hinge and it like, obviously it says where you're from. And I was like, Orland? She was like, Orville? I was like, what the fuck are you doing in LA? So then like, we already had something in common because we were from like the same place. But uh, I don't know. It just, I don't know when things feel right, they really feel right. Yeah, I was, uh, I was going to Bidwell in Chico, seventh and eighth grade. And I remember like, I just stopped kicking it with this group that I kicked it with. They were like this group of like, I don't know, like, I don't even know what you would call them. White kids, like skater type white kids. You didn't have a lot of options going to school in Chico, right? Like from where I was, there was like maybe 10, 10 black people in the whole school. And then so eighth grade, this, this black kid started going to the school and we kicked it, we played basketball once. And I was like, holy shit, like this, this just feels right. Like it just, it was a click. Like from then on, like that day, we just kicked it throughout the rest of the year until we moved on. But um, yeah, like there's those situations where you're like, wait a minute, I, I never fit in over there for a reason. Not saying because they're white, but like like there was a reason I didn't fit over there. Yeah. And then this game, there was a mutual thing here and like he just felt right. Like, like you I gotta trust that. When it comes to, I guess if you're looking at like, uh, I guess race, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, I've kind of had a, I don't know. I've had like a lot of different situations. You know what I mean? Like I went to a, like literally damn near an all white school. <laughs> you know what I mean? The elementary school in Citrus. There was like me and like Christopher and maybe like two other people. You know what I mean? So it was like four black kids in the whole damn school. And uh, it was different. But then when I went to Orville, you know what I mean? Like when I went to uh, Central, like all I was around was like all the other black kids, but I never felt like, I didn't feel like I fit in at Central and I didn't feel like I fit in really like a hundred percent when I was in Central. So like, I've always kind of been trying to like find my spot. Cause like I've, I don't know, like, I guess I've always been a black person that kind of doesn't really fit molds. Like I dirt bike, snowboard, camp, fish, anything in nature like I do. But then, uh, I, you get what I'm saying. I do. There's. I was. I was actually just talking to Angie about this. Like black culture. I'm not gonna go on a long rant. Black culture, African American culture, is is just as made up bullshit. So it's like, like when people say things like "do it for the culture," I'm with you. But at the same time, I'm not with you when you're talking cultures all negative black stereotypes, which yeah. that's what we're we're told we have to be that, right? So, like, if you're around black people in Oroville, a lot of us have believed into like bought into those stereotypes so it's like all the way over here like like black stereotypes is we have to be ignorant like no we don't like it's it's fucking bullshit like everything that we're taught that we are we have to be is all self-defeating bullshit so to fit in with most people who have believed like bought into that not to say all black people believe in that but the groups who have believed in that or bought into that it's not gonna be nothing but drama it's not gonna be nothing but self-defeating bullshit when you try to take steps away from that it's like oh you're trying to step towards acting white like, like, no, come back over here and be accepted 
by the bullshit that they fed us is like this toxic bullshit that we have to fit into is is african-american culture like like fuck that like that's not even you know what i mean like we don't have a culture besides the one we created yeah. it's not uh, there's a thing we go back to that's facts like i don't know that's that's a that's a i feel like that's a different different conversation that's a way different conversation it's a long conversation for sure so what's the best way for someone I'm, I'm almost done here what's the best way for someone to find their sense of belonging if they feel like they don't belong anywhere like what would you tell somebody or what would you what would you think is the best way for someone to be find yourself and be open you know what i mean like if you don't really like something and fuck with something then like don't go that direction you know what i mean just because people are going that direction like be true to yourself and who you are and be open at the same time of like whatever like is coming your way or energy is coming your way if it doesn't resonate with you it doesn't resonate with you it doesn't mean you have to stick with something but you never know like where you're gonna find your groove how you're gonna find your groove or where you're gonna you know what i mean find the place that you really belong and you fit in so Definitely stay true to yourself and stay open is my best advice. Yeah, unplug from those stereotypes. Yeah. Right. Like I I believed wholeheartedly growing up, and I don't know what what introduced me to the thought, but I believed wholeheartedly growing up. For me to be black, I couldn't like mayonnaise. Right? You couldn't like, like wholeheartedly. I couldn't like mayonnaise. Oh, I hate mayonnaise. I hate no, I hate mayonnaise too. But do I hate it, or is it only because I've been programmed to believe? No, that because I, I'm black. Mayonnaise, that shit is nasty. I don't like mayonnaise. I don't like mustard. I don't like nope. You no hell like neither. It just tastes nasty, and like people, people black people eat spread. Nigga, I don't eat spread either. Like I'm, I'm no. Yeah. Now, see, but li listen here. Like it feels weird for me to say what I'm about to say. I don't like collard greens. I'm supposed to. Really? I, I know I'm supposed to. But you, like that's the weird you shit. Mu you must have not. You gotta eat grandma's collard greens. You better. I've had, I've, I've had your grandma's collard greens. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not with it. Great collard greens for collard greens. It's not my thing. I, it's, it's a texture. I don't like the wet shit. See? It's a texture. I feel it. I don't know. Um, but I'm saying like I'm supposed to. You know what I mean? It's like that type of shit. It's very hard to find where you belong as a human being for you yourself when you're trying to fit into these boxes that everybody else has told you. You have to fit in fuck mayonnaise. People Still fuck mayonnaise. But I, if I want to eat mayonnaise, I will eat it. You know what I mean? Like, like, but it's that it's that sense of have to. You know what I mean? I have to hate this. I have to like this. I've eaten collard greens on plenty of occasions when I was younger because I felt like I had to and I had to like this shit. <laughs> and I had to look at the white kids like, yeah, nigga, it's great. It's not. God, I don't know. I like collard greens. And, uh... I don't know. They say all black people like chicken. That's not true. They say all black people can dance. <laughs> no, 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 black people that can't dance. God damn it. Who doesn't like chicken? Um, there's some people that don't eat meat. No, I know, but I'm, I mean, like, like, come on now. Everybody likes chicken. Nah, there's people that don't eat meat. You can't say that for everybody. You can't speak for everybody. Everybody who eats meat <laughs> likes chicken. Planet that does not like chicken. Physically does not like the texture. Physically does not like the smell Ooh. or the taste. Like, I guarantee there's a clan. Look it up. Chicken haters. I'm sure there's a clan. Go for it. If yeah. It eat chicken. Yep. Look it up on Instagram. Once we get off. No. Chicken haters of no. America. No. What I'm saying is there's these boxes we're told we have to go in. And for you to not, ha like, if you feel like you don't belong somewhere, you're looking for your sense of belonging, you have to throw all that shit out the window. I don't care if you're a black dude who wants to have a mohawk and paint that shit red and and go skinny dipping and I don't know what the fuck people do other than me, but whatever the hell weirdo shit that other people are doing, if that feels right, then it feels right. Like you have to get out those fucking boxes. You have to stop saying, oh, I've been told I have to be this. And that's how you're gonna find that sense of belonging. And still fuck mayonnaise though, that shit's disgusting. But it's not, I don't, maybe it's cause I was told to not like it. I make, I do make a bomb, I'll tell you. I make a bomb sriracha mayo, mayo is a base. When you I have that. Listen. When you mix it in together with stuff, I can I can tolerate it because I I know mayonnaise and a lot of it's in a lot of secret sauces. You know what I mean? That on a Burger Hut, their secret sauce has mayonnaise in it, and that shit is. <sighs> Open your eyes, Donovan. Mm. Open your eyes. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't. Keep your, Burger. When we're on here. New rule: keep it, your eyes open. It sounds Burger Hut sounds so good right now. Like 
That sounds so good. I'm hungry. For sure. That shit sounds fire. Most people are like, what the burger hat? They don't know. They don't know. But I don't like any sauce like that though. Like the only sauce I like is like I like ketchup, I like barbecue sauce, that's about it. Like I don't I don't like secret sauce, I don't like none of that shit. You don't like Chick-fil-A sauce? Never had Chick-fil-A. Oh, it's good. Chick-fil-A sauce is good. I I can't I don't like sauces though. I don't like sauces. Yeah. It's worth a try if you like barbecue sauce. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I was just gonna say that like and belonging will change. Like through time. You can't be too stuck in no, this is who I am. Yeah, to grow out of it. That's growth. That's what I'm saying. Like as people should, they keep growing. So if people don't grow with you, then sometimes you have to let people, places, situations, groups, whatever, you gotta let them go to to better yourself. Yeah, but not even just not even just outside of of, of you, but I'm talking about you yourself. Like sometimes where you feel like you belong, oh I'm a gamer, I, this is what I do. Sometimes you're gonna outgrow that. And then you you have to try to grow to something else so you don't feel like you lost your identity. Because a lot of people do that. Like me, me growing up and kids that I've worked with is like my identity growing up, you know this. Like I was I was I was the alcoholic. I was the angry one. I was the one that was supposed to be just like getting into some shit. I was supposed to be a badass kid. Like that was my belonging, you know? If you if you try to take that shit from me without replacing it with something, like fuck you. Like I, I you're not gonna just strip away my whole identity. You know what I mean? So it's trying to learn like that you can belong other places and learn to outgrow shit that's not serving you and belong somewhere positive. Feel it. Word. Cool. So we learned today, uh, don't kiss white women in Utah. Damn. If you're black, uh, you'll get benched and have to use the other water fountain. Mm -hmm. uh, we also learned that you took shower in pants, which is fucking hilarious. And I'm never letting you live that down. How have I known you this long? Jeans? Yeah, they were jeans. This nigga took a shower in jeans. It was listen. I I didn't. I got in the shower and I forgot they were on. So like it wet the whole leg. I took them off, but like you forgot they were on. Nigga, I was high. Okay. I hear you, nigga. Meth doesn't do that to people. They take their pants off first. With white people. That's the, that's the answer. I feel it. I feel like you can justify anything with that. If that if that's your last statement, <laughs> hey nigga, really, you got naked and robbed that house? I was with white people. Like, okay, all right. I will say, I will say though, like, uh, yeah, that can trick. That was kind of, that was crazy. I was, um, I was a freshman and I went with a friend to his house at lunch, um, and him and his mom were smoking weed, and that shit blew my mind because like, he's sitting there with. <laughs> smoking weed and they're smoking out of a can and like she was trying to sleep with me and get me to smoke with her and i was like this shit is fucking crazy like people are crazy first time i've ever seen the can trick i've seen the apples sounds like a movie no i didn't do it though just so everybody knows i didn't do it i was like no, mm. weird. Mm. that's what he says on camera wait till we get off there let me shut this bitch off i'm gonna call you and let you know i didn't sleep with her <laughs> all right thank you for listening to two opinionated episode 15 make sure to subscribe or follow so you don't miss the next conversation as always much love to my brother cryptic for the background instrumental we'll be back same time next week